Hey to all our new friends and old ones too. We know this life of faith can be difficult to walk alone. So come alongside us as we figure this thing out. Let's express the joys and difficulties of faith, learn and grow with people who get it, and be reminded that you're in good company. Welcome back to In Good Company Podcast. We are so excited to have you back for another week, another listen. Sarah and Lexi, how are y'all feeling today? I'm feeling great. It was a good day. It was a very long day, so I'm tired. But overall, good day. I haven't seen Lexi and Dahlia yet in what feels like a month, but it's really just been like... Three days? Eight days, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does feel like a lifetime. I forgot what you looked like. I missed you. Welcome Hello. back to the land. I was never not on land. <laughs> <laughs> anybody listening. I was, like, I was in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, that's not on the yeah, land. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got like a little fun thing to do today. Or at least I'll think it's fun. Um, so we're going to like speed round random questions. Um, I don't even know if you guys have looked at them. I hope at least for my, um, pleasure you have not. Um, so Sarah or Lexi, who would like to go first? I volunteer Sarah as tribute. Okay. Okay. I originally said to like, we'd have a minute to answer all of these, but you know, I don't feel like setting up a timer on my phone and doing all that. So, answer these as fast as you can. Okay. Rapid fire. Ready? Are you ready to mom? I'm going to say yes. I, I am ready. <laughs> I'm just too ready. <laughs> She's waiting like anxious. Okay. Uh, okay. Mountain or beach? Beach. Who is your childhood bestie? Her name's Ashlyn. Coffee or energy drink? Mm. Energy drink. Where's somewhere you thought you'd travel by now but haven't? Hawaii. Ooh, yeah. One word to describe the month of May so far. Exciting. Okay. That was good. Yes. I mean I like iced coffee and I also like white monster energy drinks. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking I feel like they just go ahead and Okay. Yes. Lexi, you ready? Okay. I'm ready. All right. Energy drink or coffee? Uh, coffee. Who was your childhood bestie? Scarlett Smith with two T's. Okay. What's one word to describe the month of May? Interesting. Mountain or beach? Mountain. Where's somewhere you thought you'd travel by now but haven't? Europe. Mm-hmm. Okay. I tried to ask him out of order to like. That was good. That bit. did throw me off. <laughs> I was prepared for mountain coffee. Exactly. <laughs> you remember. <laughs> Gotta keep them on a toes. Uh-huh. Can't be right. predictable. Daddy, who's asking you? You can pick. I'm gonna ask you. Okay. Okay. Who's your childhood bestie? Allie or Farron? What's your favorite color? What? <laughs> <laughs> Neutrals. <laughs> Coffee or energy drink? Coffee, specifically iced. <laughs> Who is your favorite boy band? <laughs> what? In sync. <laughs> One word to describe the month of May. Um, that's my one word. Um, <laughs> um, exactly. Where's somewhere you thought you'd travel by now, but haven't. Okay, it's not a place, but specifically a water tower. I thought I've climbed, I would climb one by now. 
you know, big dreams. <laughs> Mountain or beach? Mountain. Yay! Sarah, that was great. I'm I was like throwing that. in a little speed round. Yeah. Like, throwing you for a loop. Wow. What's your birthday? <laughs> What's your social security? Yeah. What's your debit card? <laughs> What's the best for you? Oh, oh wow, man. guys, that was fun. That was um, so yes, as much as we like to keep each other on our toes, um, yeah, we'd like to keep you guys on your toes as well and do some fun topics. And um, sometimes I think about like doing teasers. Like I don't know if y'all ever like think about that, like on social media, to like have people guess like what we were talking about next. But then I'm like, I also just want people to like be surprised. And yeah. Be like guess what we're talking about now? Yes. It just dropped um, on them. Yeah. And so today. We are going to be talking about, drum roll, imaginary, wherever you are, obedience. <gasps> yes. <laughs> so, we are going to dive into obedience today. I know Sarah and Lexi have been so, so excited to talk about this topic. Um, and so, we're just going to uh, start off with some definitions of what obedience is. And so, um, I did what most people do. And just Googled. So I was like, okay, just common, whatever, terminology, what is obedience? And so Google said that obedience is compliance to a request slash submission to authority. Mm. Um, and I was like, okay, okay, cool, cool. And then I went to... Um, one of probably my most favorite reads ever, even though I've been reading it for three years. But I think that just speaks to how good it really is, um, is Experiencing God. And uh, it says that obedience is the outward expression of our love for God. And obedience is doing what is commanded. And then it says, like, I should obey what I already know to be the will of God. Mm, that's good. And I was like, ooh, just experiencing God, diving deep. But mm-hmm. that's how it always is. That's why it's taken me three years to read it. And I'm not even halfway done. So, all right. Yeah. Um, before we get talking, get started talking about like obedience, I feel like we should definitely talk about like, because I feel like people hear these like keywords like, Submission, authority, and even obedience and instantly get triggered, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like for some people it might like come from a place of the way people in our past who were in authority got like, like coerced, obedienced out of, a, mm-hmm. out of us was mm-hmm. from in a negative way yeah. or yeah. An in, like a not loving way. So we can hear those words and instantly be turned off mm-hmm. because of like we had a parents who parent who demanded obedience without you know um, love to like balance it out mm-hmm. you know or without maybe our best interest in mind but more of like I just need you to do what I say yeah you know yeah that's good because I think like you were saying like it's it's something that, like, in this context, we're definitely talking more about, like, our obedience to God. And that can be, I think, just like any other attribute 
of God can be like jaded by human experience. Yes. You know? Mm. And yeah. so definitely in no way, shape or form are we like endorsing like any type of abuse or neglect or anything like that. And um I know like Sarah was saying, like giving some examples of that in the past, maybe we have what we have been told obedience has actually been abuse and we just mm, didn't know it. That's you good. Know? Yeah. And so, um, wow. yeah. So just to kind of, I guess a little disclaimer of like today in obedience, we're like specifically talking about like our obedience to God and what that looks like through a godly and like loving lens. Yes. And maybe it'll help like rewrite the narrative for some people today and like understanding obedience better. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And it's definitely a topic that would take months and months and episode after episode to dive into every layer of obedience that exists. Mm. So I say that to say, like, be patient with us. Like, we might not hit all the, the, the things or the topics related to obedience, but if this is something you're interested in, mm-hmm. you have more questions about, we'll talk about it again because there's so much obedience specifically for me has been a lesson that I've been learning for a lifetime right so Mm -hmm. when you said the topic earlier Dahlia I have this very specific memory from my childhood and I want to know if anybody else shares this memory because if you if you were at the same place you definitely have the same memory so it's circa 2010 between 2010 and 2012 huge camp and they taught on um five words and the very last word they taught on was obedience. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you went to Centrifuge and you remember this year of camp, please DM us and let me know. Because I remember them getting on stage. They had the t-shirts. They were white. Mm. There was knowledge. I think yes. obedience was on there. Love. Something else. There was five words they talked about. And they would clap when they introduced the words. So they'd be like, clap, clap, clap. Obedience. Clap, clap, clap. Knowledge. Every day of the night. And um, what every night of the week, that <laughs> every day of the night, <laughs> every night of the week, that's how they would introduce the word, and it's literally ingrained in my memory. Yeah, and I remember from that age of what 12, 13, 14, of having so many questions on what even obedience was. So, yeah, obedience can be a lifetime of learning. What it means in, like, allowing the Lord to reveal to you deeper and deeper levels of what obedience is. And, like, I don't know. I just, I don't think it ever is done. Yeah. Like, I don't think we're ever done learning what obedience is. So, what's the Lord been teaching me about obedience? Um, That's the question. Or, I guess the first thing we'll talk about is, like, what's the Lord been teaching you about obedience? When um, we were talking about what this topic was going to be, I was immediately at a loss for words because I'm like, Lord, I have been wrecked by obedience Mm -hmm. the last few months. And especially this week in my devotional, like the Lord's been going in, teaching me about obedience. And when we talked about this is going to be the topic, I was like, oh, Lord. I don't even know if I can teach on something I sure haven't fully grasped. Right. But um, I'll just share some things that the Lord has been showing me. And 
we can unpack that. Yeah. So, yeah. the first thing I think I have, I just have, if you haven't picked up the book, Experiencing God, it's a book, it's a workbook, it's all things. All the things. Definitely the video, book, recommend it. Thing. It's amazing. Like small group study mm-hmm. packs, all the, literally anything you could think of, honestly, they probably have it in Experiencing God. Yep. Yeah. It's amazing phenomenal resource and has definitely shaped my walk with god and learning him in a intimate way and when i say that i mean learning like learning more of like god is like my father and my friend yeah um versus just like god is like creator Mm. so like learning him in a personal way that's good and so this book, hands down, has taught me so much. If you hear me talking about anything, I bet you it probably first came from experiencing God and how the Lord has been teaching me these lessons. Mm. So obedience. I have here my book um, open because, honestly, I'm not going to try and make up what I've learned. I'm just going to read it to you. Might as well. And we're yeah. going to talk about it. So I've always struggled with obedience because I don't think I understood what it means to like how obedience and love are tied in together. Mm. And so the first section of the book that I'll talk about, it says, if you love him, you obey him. And it's talking about John 14, John 14, 15, and then skipping down to verse 24. (laughs) It says, if you love me, you will obey me. You'll obey what I command. He does not love me, will not obey my teaching. I'm going to reread that because I definitely butchered it. John 14, 15, and verse 24. If you love me, you will obey what I command. He who does not love me will not obey my teaching. So, I've always had the question of like, Lord, what does that mean? What do you mean mm-hmm. if I don't love you? Like, if I love you, I will obey you. What what is What does love and obedience even have to do with each other? That's good. And the book goes on. Dahlia already said it. Obedience is an outward ex- expression of your love for God. And that's just a concept to me of like, what do you mean? And there's some examples here of what that looks like. So I'm going to read these. And if you guys have one that sticks out to you or one that you want to talk about, let's do it. Mm-hmm. So we have obedience is the outward expression of your love for God. The... Reward for obedience and love is that God will reveal himself to you. If you have an obedience problem, you have a love problem. God is love and his will is always best. God is all-knowing. His directions are always right. God is all-powerful. He can enable you to do his will. If you love God, you will obey him. So that's the first part of this section of like, if you love God, you will obey him. And I guess understanding love is the first step to understanding obedience. Mm -hmm. Do you have any thoughts about any of those things I just said? Yeah, I'm kind of like processing, but I would kind of like to talk more about and just like carry on thoughts because it is kind of like, if you love God, then you will obey his commandments. Um, I know I don't mean this, like I don't believe this, but it could almost sound like an ultimatum, Mm -hmm. like you don't love me unless you do this. But like I'm wondering like what Jesus was like talking about whenever, you know, that or that when that was written. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. 
I know you just asked for if we had any thoughts, but yeah, that's just, a good question. Yes, that helps me kind of teach what I've been taught. Mm-hmm. So the whole, I think, premise of the of the few chapters, last four or five chapters I've been in in this book is talking about how God, like we love God out of God's love for us. Mm-hmm. So it's not something like we just have to muster up. It's something is as an outpouring of like we're loving from what he's already from how he's already loved us. Right. So, um, I too used to read it as like an ultimatum, like, oh, if I don't obey God, that means I don't love him. Mm-hmm. And I think I've come to a greater um mm, understanding, greater what's the word I'm looking for? We'll just go with understanding. Of, I think it's saying. Like, out of your love, out of God's love for you, you will love God in obedience. Yeah. And I don't even know if that makes sense. Dahlia, what are you thinking? Um, a lot of different things. But I think, just on this one specifically, I think, um, like, kind of like you were saying, it's through love and like through loving him that I'm trying to think how to say it it's like one of those things where it's like this is actually kind of hard to explain Mm -hmm. Um, yeah actually (laughs) and it's like because I feel like it's a song lyric and I'm not even going to try to recall the song because that's just a lot but basically Like, you asking, like, God asking us to do things shouldn't be that big of an ask once we get into, like, a space where, like, we're so consumed with our love for him, then it's just like a, like Lexi said, doing it out of an outpouring. Yeah. And feel like, less like a commandment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, like out of my love for you, like it just seems like a no brainer yeah. type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it can be hard to get to that point because we're human, you know, yes. and we're like, well, God, what about this? Or God, what about this? Or God, and you know, we try to think of all the answers and all the, well, did you know about this? And, you know, like asking God as if he doesn't know. Um, (laughs) but I think that's like very easy to get into. And like, even when you're saying like, um, Oh, that's actually, um, one of the points. I don't want to skip too far ahead, but, um, I'd wrote later down in our notes. Um, cause you were saying like, I think the second thing you said, like, see something about like love, um, the reward for obedience and love is that God will reveal himself to you. The that second one? one. Nope. That's the second one. The first one is obedience and outward expression of God. Mm-hmm. It's love. If you have an obedience problem, you have a love problem? Yes, okay. that one. So if you have an obedience problem, you have a love problem. And so, like, fully understanding, which that's, like Lexi said, I think it's something that we'll continue to learn the rest of our life. Yeah. It's like the vastness of the love of God. But I literally wrote, like, later down in our notes that if the lack of obedience is related to rebellion. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. I literally just looked and saw, like, one of the other points. It's, like, talking about rebellion. But I was thinking about, like, 
lack of obedience could be related to rebellion because I feel like ultimately rebellion is rooted in hurt. Mm -hmm. And so that goes back to like casting the human view of like things we've experienced like onto God. And so like out of our want to rebel from him, like out of being hurt or like scared, then like that itself leads to like, the lack of obedience, I yeah. guess. Does that make sense? Yeah, I feel like in rebellion, you'll also find, like, pride. So it's mm. like, oh, I know more than you do, or I have more mm-hmm. of a handle on my mm-hmm. life wow. than you. Um, basically, like, I'm lord of my life, mm-hmm. and so I, like, base all of my decisions and, like, life choices on that. And um, I was going to say, like, um, loving God through obedience can be based out of really believing what he says is true. That's good. Mm -hmm. You know, because like whenever I know someone and I know and trust their character and what they say to be true, um, if I do like contradictory to that, am I really loving that person? Mm -hmm. Like if I'm just thinking about in my relationship with David, um, like I love him. And so like if he asked you know, this is very extreme, like, I don't want you to cheat on me, you know, based off of, like, what I believe to be true about our relationship, mm-hmm. you know, and based off of, like, the guardrails put up that would hinder our relationship, I act in obedience, which doesn't feel obedience, that's just basic, like, you know, don't cheat, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, in the context of our marriage, like, of course, like, I don't want to, never want to do that, you yeah. know, mm. That's good, Sarah. Yeah. You said something that made me think, this is a perfect time to insert this. So, I think I have an answer to our question in the in the book. It says, when you come to a moment of truth, when you must choose whether or not to obey God or not to obey him, unless you believe him, you cannot trust him unless you love him. You cannot love him unless you know him. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah, that's it. So, it says, You will not obey him unless you trust him. You cannot trust him unless you love him. And you cannot love him unless you know him. Yeah. So, is obedience an invitation to know God? That's good. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. I, I think the answer is yes. Because I feel like, just speaking from personal experience and life experience, the things that I step out and I'm obedient to God in, I feel like it's giving, in that moment of obedience, I'm really putting my faith in him to show up mm-hmm. in yes. ways that I mm-hmm. might not have thought he would, in ways that, like, literally don't make sense. But, yeah. like, stepping out as o- in obedience is like, okay, God, like, that's, and I don't go into it thinking that. It's mm-hmm. just a lot of the times he shows up and he's like, okay, well, since you stepped out in obedience, like, I'm going to show you this part of myself that maybe you've never experienced before, Mm -hmm. like you or me come through for you in a way you've never seen before. And it's like, wow. Okay. God, like, thank you for that. Like, and if I wouldn't have stepped out in that, like, not that I would have never known that aspect of you, but I wouldn't have known it in that specific scenario. Yes. Yeah. I think about like, um, Peter walking on water. He had never seen that done before yeah he had i mean obviously he saw jesus doing it in that based off what he saw jesus do he stepped out like you know 
in obedience mm -hmm. and experience something, you know, because he knew he knew God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's good. And something that I think is so, um, I don't know, I guess just speaks a lot to God's character is how, like, every single time and like in all this we're talking about um like he still ultimately gives us the choice mm -hmm. yeah and like sometimes that just blows my mind of like you know like just his character and it's like god you could literally like have us do xyz like and that's it like that's mm -hmm. the final say but, like, out of your love and out of your faith in us, like, every time when we're, like, given the option to do something or not do it or to act in obedience or to not act in obedience, like, you give us that latter option. Mm -hmm. And, like, that just blows my mind because I'm like, how does he trust me so much? Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, and that just blows my mind to think, like, God has trust in me to trust in him, I guess, yes. you know, yeah. in those scenarios. And it's like, what? And it just blows my mind. And I'm like spiraling, thinking of, you know, all these things that yeah. don't make sense, but do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As you were thinking, uh, talking about trust, that's really something the Lord wrecked me on in the very like first chapter of this book. And it, I guess from the jump, the book has probably talked about obedience and how often do you like listen to the Lord and or how often do you like believe the things that you pray and ask for? And I was like, eh, some of them. And then the very next sentence is like, you lack trust in God. And so I was wrecked when I realized, Lord, I don't trust you. Mm -hmm. I don't trust you to do the things that like I ask for or to like do good things for me and, and whatever that looks like, but yeah. like knowing that like I didn't trust God has opened the door for him to like show himself trustworthy and like reveal to me that he's who I can place my trust in and I can trust him to have my life, yeah. mm -hmm. to be in control and to be like good to me at all times, even when like it doesn't feel good or even when it's hard, I can trust him to be Lord of my life. Mm -hmm. And then... In that has made obedience e easier but yeah like I have trust issues with God but <laughs> God is so good that he would build trust with you he's so good that he would like be slow in that and patient yeah in that in in the process and not only like you know piggybacking off what you said about him being patient like the mercy in mm your process with obedience like there has been times where the lord's been like i need you to do this and i either was like too stricken by like mm -hmm. fear or whatever but i would be like lord i you know i'm trying to but i just can't mm -hmm. and then like it would come up and it, there's been times he's given me one two three chances to mm -hmm. walk in obedience and have yeah. like mercy when after the first time he could have been like okay like you had your chance, you know. Yeah. Like, never again. Yeah. Instead, it's more like Jonah. He sends a whale. You know? It's like, you, until you're obedient, you're going to be inside an uncomfortable place. Yes. That's work. Mm -hmm. That's good, too. Yeah. Wow.
Hmm. So, let's talk about rebellion. Because we've already touched on it a bit. But the note I had here says, Rebellion against God is the opposite of obedience. And I don't think I've ever thought of rebellion as the opposite of obedience. Yeah. Ever. So have any, have you heard that before? No? Um, I feel like in the story of Jonah, what I just mentioned, in the story of Jonah, uh I kind of equated equated those things. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's rebellion. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess, honestly, just when we were sitting here earlier talking, because I was like, well, if it's not obedience, what is it? You know? Yeah. And like you actively choosing not to do something that someone asked you to do is Mm -hmm. rebellion. Yeah. Like, whether you think about it or not, like, if your mom's like, go wash the dishes, and you're like, no. Like, yeah. you're actively saying no to it, someone, and it's not like an unspoken, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, they didn't ask, or like, they mm-hmm. didn't, whatever. It's yeah. like, no, you're outright rebelling against them. And so, it's like, oh, your pastor says, has asked the congregation to do X, Y, Z, or like, try mm-hmm. this thing, or like, I don't know, fill in the blank. Um pray for someone at least once a day and like they've made I think the one of the biggest things I guess I guess key part for me when I'm thinking of rebellion is like specifically like you can do it even with unspoken things but I feel like specifically when it's like stated to you yeah and you choose to like not do it (laughs) you know I think people think rebellion is just, like, this straight-up, aggressive, you know, hard, like, no. But you can be rebellious even in your passivity. Mm-hmm. Even so whenever good. you just, so like, good. passively, like, I know I'm supposed to do this, but I'm choosing something else. Or, like, no, I'm, like, yeah. you like, know, I'm living my life. and But, like, you're still being passive. You're still rejecting what the Lord's told you. In your prayer time, in the Word, whatever yeah. that may look like. It's like, oh, go help your coworker. Like, you know, like, yes. that's that's still rebellion. Oh, someone else will do it. Well, that's still rebellion. Exactly. Like, you know, like, I didn't ask them to do it. I asked you to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, either way, it's still rebellion. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I just want y'all to know I'm so convicted right now. Me too. <laughs> My word. I think, maybe I don't even think about rebellion as anything because it's such a part of my life. Um, if I'm going to be honest, yeah, yeah, I think this is a space where we can be honest and truthful here. Um, I'm a rebel y'all. I challenge authority. I ask questions. I, um, break the rules often. I believe rules are meant to be broken. Sorry. Um, (laughs) so y'all I'm a rebel all the time, but like realizing like literally just as you're talking, I was like, dang Lord, this really is a problem. Um, and then oh, we're going to have to do an episode on this of, like, what plants seeds of rebellion in childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, come making a note to come back to that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, because I believe rebellion is obviously, like, seeds of rebellion were planted in my childhood. Mm-hmm. Seeds of, 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 like, rebellion were, were started there. I can remember times where people were, like, lie about this or whatever. And then, you know, that grows up into full-blown yes. adulthood Who's a rebel with a cause. Right. And yeah. says no to everyone and everything, mm-hmm. even God. Um, so, anyway, y'all, I'm just convicted. That's all I have to say right now. I feel like I've been on the <laughs> other end of the spectrum where I've been such a rule follower and mm. so scared to step out in any kind of way. But here's where it gets me is that I end up being like, 
a slave to people mm. wow. and, a, and a people pleaser because mm. if they say something that, you know, might be contradictory to what the Lord has told mm. me, who am I going to be obedient to? Mm. Yeah. And a lot of times I will choose the thoughts and opinions of other people. Mm. Yeah. And so wow. it's kind of like, oh, I'm on the other end of the spectrum mm-hmm. where I wasn't necessarily rebellious, but I caught myself in... People pleasing. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. so good. A couple months ago, I think I like wrote something along those lines, like either like in my prayer journal or just like journaling somewhere. Um, of like, is your... Um, is your willingness to please and obey man like greater than the fear of God? Wow. Mm. Wow. And it's like, ooh. <laughs> um, and like, even in that though, because I feel like I probably more fall in line on like, um, like with Sarah of like being so like structured and like the rules have to be this way and things like that of like, Okay, even in that, I can still, like you said, be rebelling against God because man can say one thing that can seem good and a part of the structure and a part of whatever. But if God is asking you to step out of that and you still choose not to, that's still rebellion. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Like if what he calls you to do shakes things up. Right. Or hurts people's feelings in the way of like you know confrontation or yeah. standing up for what's right i'm not gonna be your yes man anymore yes <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. that's so mm. good well i have some truths about obedience that i would like to share um yeah so first up i have you don't adjust your life to a concept you adjust your life to god and when mm-hmm. I hear that and read that, I find comfort in that, that, like, I'm not adjusting to this arbitrary man-made thing. Yeah. yeah. You know, Trends that changes. And fads. Yes. Yeah. Right. Literally. Whatever is trending. Like, I'm not adri- adjusting mm-hmm. to trending topics, to trending, like, you know, literally what you just said of, like, what's popular. Yeah. I'm adjusting myself to God who is constant, who is unchanging, who is faithful, and in that, like, we can be rooted. Yes. That we can be rooted, that it's not a concept. Yeah. It's the constant. That's good. Next, I have, when you identify a place where you refuse to submit to his lordship, that's the place God's going to work. Yes. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. Every time. <laughs> and, he won't, and he won't leave it alone. And won't. And that's his goodness and his mercy that he's going to keep working mm-hmm. in that spot that's tender, that's sore, that hurts, Ew. that's probably gross and infected. Mm-hmm. Um, he's coming to clean that out so you can heal. Yeah. So you won't so be, ugh, I don't know, what's the word? Bleeding mm-hmm. on people and yes. on what purpose so you can be fully healed in what he, he's calling you to do. Mm-hmm. He's going to he's gonna work in that place that you don't want to submit to him. And, baby, this will work for me. Oh, man. Lastly, I have you cannot stay where you are and go with God in obedience to his will. And I don't know. That one just really is heavy of knowing I can't stay where I'm at and go with God. 
because God's not staying where I'm at. Mm. There's plans in a future, and I can't do that staying yeah. where I'm at. Yeah. You know? Um, so those are just some some things that I've pulled from the overall overarching things of obedience that I've just been learning of like these are some truths that I can pull out and kind of take them sit with them yes because it's you don't have to sit with it yeah it's heavy remind yourself Uh in times where the Lord's asking you to be obedient over something these are things okay Sarah okay We've got so, some hard questions with obedience. So, why does our obedience matter? Dahlia, you want to go first, or shall <laughs> I? I'm, like, pondering the question. No. Um, I think it kind of hits on what we were talking about earlier, of that it's our love, like, a reflection of our love to God. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like in our moments of obedience especially in the things that don't make sense to Mm -hmm. us or the outside world, I feel like those are the things that catches the attention of the unbeliever. Right. Or Mm -hmm. even the sleeping believer. Right. And it's like, you you did that? Like, that doesn't make sense. Why did you do that? Mm -hmm. Oh, well, God asked me to do that. What do you mean? And, like, it catches Mm -hmm. people's eye. Like, and not in a, like, oh, like a gaudy way, but it's like people notice things that are like out of the norm and so i even think of like when jesus was obedient to his father yeah how so many times throughout the bible in his obedience people were shook Mm -hmm. of like what are you doing yes what do you mean you're leaving here what do you mean you're going there what Mm -hmm. do you mean you're healing this person right like his obedience shocked people and caught their attention Mm -hmm. and it's like something about our obedience stands out in a different way that I think draws people to want to know like how much love would you have to have that's for this good. person to act in this way yeah that's you know? good that's really good mm. wow Lexi that was good Daya mm-hmm. wow okay so I have two things of why obedience is important why it matters first the obedience is a firm foundation I've got scripture mm. It's Luke chapter 6, verses 46 through 49. And it says here, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? I will show you what he is like, he who comes to me and hears my word and puts them into practice. He is like a man building a house who dug down deep, laid the foundation on rock. When a flood came, the torrent struck the house but could not shake it because it was well built. But the one who hears my words and does not put them into practice is like a man who built a house on ground without a foundation. The moment the torrent struck the house, it collapsed and its destruction was complete. And so I had never heard the scripture applied to obedience. But here it is. The firm foundation we build on is obedience to Christ. The Lord says, you... Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? Yeah. And that's so good. Like how people will say like, well, like you've made him 
savior of your life, but mm-hmm. have you made him lord of your life? Yeah. And I'm like, bro, that's like so crazy because in order to make him lord of our lives, that's given him access to our mm-hmm. whole life. Yes. Yeah. Like, because I feel like, in a sense, hear me out, s- making him savior of our life is inviting him into that day we make that decision. Mm-hmm. Right. Making him savior of our life invites him in to the day we decide to get baptized. And sometimes that's it. Yeah. But mm. making him Lord wow. of our lives is like, okay, I give you every single day of my life for the rest of my life. Yeah. Wow. And it's like, ooh, well, <laughs> that's a little different than like those two very important days of my life mm-hmm. where you were savior. Um, I mean, the one, but then, you know, baptism, I feel like is another like signature thing, right. you know, where it's like, Lord, save me, you know, mm-hmm. in that moment. And so it's like, okay, we think of those two big moments of where he comes in a savior, but what about all the other days of our lives where he's then Lord? Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's so good. That is good. Yeah. Um, so, but is obedience really necessary? Like, is that something that we need in our walk with, with the Lord or mm-hmm. in general? I'm going to say yes. Because the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Makes but, sense. But, but, yeah. I was thinking of the lyrics of Make Room. Like, uh, your way is better. Yeah. <laughs> your great. way is better. That's and it. I was, um, you know, thinking about this question. And a lot of people that I've talked to, the biggest, like, question they have is, like, knowing God's will. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times the Lord's trying to lead him, like we talked about earlier, in his will. But they haven't done the last thing that he asked them to do, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes we're like, oh, I don't understand why the Lord isn't, like, leading me. And it's like, mm-hmm. is he? And you're just not being obedient, mm-hmm. you know? Like, is he trying to take you where you need to go? Or you're just, like, not listening, mm-hmm. you know? And um, so I feel like a lot of times we, like, delay when and like ask these questions and like blame God when in reality we need to like like if it's like oh I haven't heard him say anything well like what is he saying in his word yeah Mm -hmm. you know that's good Mm -hmm. yeah I was thinking about that earlier I'm like God I get literally so obsessed with like what am I supposed to do what am I supposed to do why haven't you told me why haven't you told me and like and then I'm like wait I didn't even do that one thing you told me to do last year. Right. It's like, we're like, we won't, you know, I'll say yes to going across the nations. I'll say yes to all these things. But, like, you won't even say yes to doing your job with excellence. Mm -hmm. You won't even say yes to, like, loving that difficult family member. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. just being faithful with the little things before going and trying to, like, take on these, like, big things Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i think it's easier to be obedient with these big concept things of like saying well it's i don't think it's easy to say yes to nations but we'll say that just for this example of like the idea yeah the idea of like Mm -hmm. yes lord i will go and i will be a missionary i will do spread your gospel yes lord i will i don't know i'm lost for examples fill in the blank here use your imagination but what you said is it how do i say yes to the lord in my everyday yeah like mm-hmm. yes lord i will be on time to work yes oh lord wow <laughs> yeah because the thing is once there might be a big like moment of obedience that we like 
undergo with the Lord mm-hmm. that really do build our faith. But then we're stuck in the mundane day-to-day yes-to-yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you move to another nation, you're still going to have the day-to-day mundane seemingly unimportant moments where you still have to be obedient yeah 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 Yeah. Mm -hmm. and i think like even the things we're talking about um like saying yes to the big things i wonder if a lot of that is and this is a whole nother topic for a whole nother thing but i wonder if us saying yes to big big things is more so of our pride than out of our love for God. Because it's like, if I say yes to this really big thing, then like everybody's going to see it. And like, Mm -hmm. people are going to know when I go across the country, people are going to know when I speak at this thing. Like people people are going to know when I get married. Yeah. It's like, it's like, okay, these are visible things that people on the outside can see. But what about me waking up at 6am every morning? Not saying you have to wake up at 6am every morning. But, like, doing, like you said, the day-to-day things God has asked you to do, like, and being faithful in the things that people can't see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, like, I feel like that is how obedience is truly built and, like, fruitful. Yes. Mm -hmm. The lasting fruit. That's good. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. good. Sustaining fruit. I had one thing Mm -hmm. that um, was an answer to the question of, like, is is it necessary? And... I said yes, but here's why. Obedience is how we come to know God. Mm. And more scripture. John seven sixteen through 17. Jesus answered, my teaching is not my own. It comes from him who sent me. If anyone chooses to do God's will, he will find out whether my teaching comes from God. And so obedience, we've already talked about it, is an invitation to knowing God. Because your yes is how you will know if that was God who told you to do that or if that was your flesh or if Mm -hmm. that was the devil. Mm -hmm. Um, And so either way you learn and yeah, obedience is how we know God, like how we know God. I don't think if we ever said, if we never said yes to God, would we ever learn who he is and what he's like called us to do Mm -hmm. and how he has purposed us. Yeah. If we say no to everything that he's asked us to do, yeah. we would never grow. Mm-hmm. That's true. We would never learn. Mm-hmm. We would be stuck, complacent, and then complaining because, God, why not? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, you never said yes. Right. Mm-hmm. To the very first thing I asked you to do. Yeah. But you can say yes now. Yeah. You can say yes to this moment. That's good. So. Which is a great point yeah. because what about that delayed obedience? Mm-hmm. Oh, that, you know. Isn't it related to, to rebellion? I think yes, 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 yes. (laughs) Um, I don't know. It's like still having that, that pride. I feel like a lot of the times or sometimes I feel like too delayed obedience is almost like taking for granted the grace and mercy of God. Mm. It's like, he has like given us grace and mercy to like make mistakes and like he yes he does have forgiveness and all those things toward us but that does also like that's not love for us to abuse that right yeah Um, that's good so that's i was like oh my gosh yes (laughs) it's like whoa isn't it so crazy we're like and i'm really for this but we're like such a generation that is and like i'm saying this is a good thing 
that is against like abuse but when it comes to like abusing God's grace mm. or like crossing God's boundaries yeah. all of a sudden like the script flips mm-hmm. in yeah. a sense like we don't look at it like that I just thought that was cool when you mm-hmm. said that we like abuse his mercy and grace yeah. when we do that yeah mm-hmm. and I think again this could probably be a whole nother topic for a whole nother episode is like I think that boils down to us ultimately kind of not having the right view of God mm. if that makes sense and like how we view him and like interact with him and like um how we treat him mm-hmm. um because I feel like that's ultimately important too yeah. like and not just being consumers of his love but like mm. wow. also how are we that's like good. praising and like worshiping him mm. that's good that's good mm-hmm. um what was I thinking? So, thought. I don't know if these are synonyms for each other or um, same vein, but different thing. But pride and arrogance. Because mm. um, as you were talking about pride, I was thinking pride and, and arrogance. Um, because that's something the Lord really personally has just convicted me of. Like, Lexi, you're arrogant and thinking that you know. Like, you know the outcome. Right. You know. Because... I'll tell you, I was like, and I know so-and-so said blah, 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 and I don't know that. That's my arrogance feeding that thought pattern. And it's arrogant of me to believe that, like, the Lord will give me another chance to do the thing he told me to do. Right. That's Mm -hmm. my arrogance talking. That's my pride. That's, um, again, me abusing God's grace Mm -hmm. and, like, just banking on, oh, like, God's good, God's gracious and merciful to me so like if i don't do it if i miss this chance then he'll give me another one right well what yeah. if he doesn't yeah hmm. and that's the consequences of my actions right you know because yeah. we hadn't talked about that yet yeah. of how like good. disobedience mm-hmm. and the consequences of disobedience yes. yeah yes. and that's good and like the consequences of your actions doesn't reflect the goodness of god mm. right mm. like i feel like it's in his goodness that he lets you sit in that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. That's good. What's the scripture in Hebrews? It talks about like he chastises those that he loves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there's just some things that are just natural consequences due to like nothing to do with anything that the <laughs> Lord is inflicting. It's just like humanity, all other people. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. that's so good. Yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Delayed obedience. I think that's. Just, again, the trap that I fall into mm-hmm. again and again is that, oh, I'll have time to say yes mm-hmm. next time. Yeah. I'll have time to do this quicker. I'll have, the Lord tells me to go pray for some girl, and I'm like, oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody else will do it. But that's, like, the Lord is, like, prompting me to be obedient and not that obedience be conditional. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Or when I feel good or when I don't have a headache or when I'm not tired or whatever. And like Sarah was saying earlier, like, um, about passivity because mm-hmm. mm. delayed obedience is just passivity and yeah. like, you know, how it's like ultimately how all this can be connected, like in ways we don't realize how, mm-hmm. um, rebellion, passivity, arrogance, pride, or like all fear like yeah fear like all these Mm -hmm. things are could be possible reasons for like this and I think it's important that like as we talk about it to 
like I'm sure like we've had like process how it's been like in our lives and like oh what was that and Mm -hmm. like was that fear was that passivity was Mm -hmm. it a little bit of both um and then like you know same for you guys listening like in those times of delayed obedience like reflecting and like asking inviting God Mm. not just asking him but also inviting him into those spaces and being like God why didn't I listen to you that one time that's good that's Mm. so good well I do have um one last question and we kind of we can kind of use this as like as we close up thoughts but um I wanted to know a time when you were obedient to the Lord and how that turned out what your feelings were around it. Um, are you still in the midst of that process? Mm. Anybody can go first. <laughs> this is hard. I want to know all the secrets. Like I'm a rebel, baby. So, Lord, remind me of when I was obedient to you. Sarah, do you have one first? Or you got to think about it? Uh, I've thought about, like, big, quote, unquote, I know that in the Lord's eyes, they're all big, you know. Mom, but bigger like my like things in my life where I felt like obedience like opened so many doors. Um, mm-hmm. I think the most like recent one that I still have to continue to stay say yes to is, um, and I've talked about it before, but like us just starting the podcast mm-hmm. because I knew for a while the Lord had been telling me to like record content. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. know really. What, I thought I knew what that would look like, but. Um, I was just prolonging, mm-hmm. you know, that obedience. And so then whenever I, like, finally was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to be obedient. I'm not going to care what other people think. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take, even if I feel like I need to, you know, whatever, be better or, you know, whatever the lie may be. Right. Um, but just not only taking that first step, but continuing mm-hmm. to say, like, I'm still going to be obedient in, in this, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Um, as we were talking earlier, I was like, again, I've said this, I think this is like at least my third time saying <laughs> this. But like, this in itself could be a, like a whole nother episode. But I was thinking about saying yes to God's not yet right and like how even in his like saying no in that moment like we have the option to be obedient to his not yet you know Mm -hmm. or know something else and so um I guess one of the biggest like overarching things is um just being obedient and being glad that I was obedient to not going. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's like a super vague blanket statement. Mm-hmm. But, right, right. Um, it's a whole nother thing. Uh, but in like wanting to do ministry in other places and going other places where I felt like the Lord at moments would give me glimpses and like tell me yes in certain moments. But then, like, when it came down to, like, specific things or specific dates, um, like, literally, like, things being canceled, like, flights being canceled, like, and not on one occasion, but multiple (laughs) occasions. And it's like, okay, I have, like, two options here. Like, I can literally force my way into this thing, 
Like, I can force my way into moving off somewhere. Like, I can force my way That's into good. this ministry. Yeah. Um, which I did kind of try to do. <laughs> um, <laughs> It'd be like that. Uh, or I can be obedient to his not yet and or not this with the ministry and just rest in that. And I'm glad I did because, again, I wouldn't be here doing this today. Right. Um, oh. mm. I wouldn't be, like, ministering locally how I get to do, like, on a weekly basis or, like, just things that I think about, like, being with my family and, like, moments and, like, even things at, like, work and, like, with my coworkers, how I've, like, gotten to just even, like, talk about faith and stuff with, like, people at work and it's just seemed, like, kind of random, like, mm. especially over, the, like, the last few months and it's like, whoa, I've never even thought I'd have these conversations with, um, some of my coworkers, but, um, and I'm like, dang, like, if I wasn't obedient, like, I wouldn't have experienced any of these moments that I've gotten to experience, um, even for something that seemed good for yeah. me. Mm. That's good. That's so good. That's good. What about you, Lexi? So, I think I have two, because my first one that comes to mind so clear is a moment of disobedience, Mm. and it felt not good, and I guess I want to share that just so, I don't know, maybe somebody out there has, like, felt disobedience and been like, Lord, all the, like, the whole whirlwind of thoughts that come with that, but I remember, Dahlia, you remember this, we talked about this the other day, Um, but I remember there was a time when I thought I was supposed to go off to seminary and do all these things, learn the Bible, teach the text, baby. Um, and I very vividly remember this this moment. Um, and we were at church, and I was supposed to go up and pray with somebody over that topic. And I did not move. I knew that I should go pray with this, this girl. And I didn't move. I did not move. And I felt the weight of my disobedience Mm. immediately immediately and I didn't move and I just wept and I didn't move because I was terrified I was like Lord what does that mean if I could pray with her about this thing are you gonna send me away (laughs) all the things like yes part of me so excited but then the other part absolutely terrified yeah of what it means of all the the questions of like how would I pay for this why would I go Mm. what are people gonna say oh like what's my dad gonna say you know all the all the stuff that didn't need, that didn't matter. The Lord mm-hmm. told me to go pray with this girl. Who knows what would have would happened. Maybe I would have prayed with her and then like, Lord, you're leading me to something else. Or who knows what doors would have been open. But I knew I should have prayed with that girl. And I didn't. Yeah. And I immediately felt the weight mm-hmm. of my disobedience. And it was so heavy. So heavy. And I, I literally have never forgotten. And that was what, four or five years ago? Yeah. Never forgotten. I probably will never forget that moment of when I just felt... And then, like, in that, the Lord was like, not yet. Wow. And to this day, like, that made such an impact on me. And I literally was like, Lord, I never want to feel like that again. Yeah. Like, I never want to feel, I never want to feel that. Because that doesn't feel good. It's heavy. It's like a wet blanket. Mm. I think that's how I can best, like, describe it. Immediately, I just felt like a wet blanket on my soul, on my Mm. spirit. And I was just so heavy. And I was like, and disappointed. And I was like, God hates me. He's disappointed in me. Um, He's never going to have another opportunity for me. The list goes on. Um, But obviously the Lord has been 
he taught me so much. Yeah. You know, even in my disobedience, he taught me such a great lesson. Yeah. So, that's the first one I have. And I'm really trying to think of a, um, I don't know, an example of obedience. I think a recent example of obedience, I talked about this in recent episodes, but like with work, of how I decided to be disobedient, but then felt the weight of the Lord and had to be obedient with work and talk to my (laughs) boss. But like when I had that conversation with my boss and after it was over, I immediately felt five pounds lighter. I was literally walking on air. And I was like, mm. I'm invincible. And you mm. know what that did? <laughs> Actually, that step of obedience built my faith. That's good. Mm-hmm. And I started, yeah. I literally told, I texted Sarah and Diane. And I was like, y'all will not believe what happened. I was like, I'm stirred. There ain't nothing I can't do. Yes. I'm invincible. The Lord will make a way. Because mm. baby, if he was good to me in this moment, mm-hmm. my God, he can't do nothing. Nobody can touch me. So like that step of obedience mm-hmm. has been my most like marked moment of faith yeah because literally a few weeks later we started the podcast a few weeks later we started the podcast i didn't even think about that that's crazy yeah that actually propelled me into like i came home and i was like dahlia we're living the life of our dreams and i'm like we're doing it we're doing it we're starting the podcast we're starting the business we're doing all the other 50 other things we talk about doing i'm tired of not doing the life i dreamed of that's good i'm tired of being afraid yeah. And so that moment of obedience literally was my faith to fuel the yeah. dreams mm-hmm. that were before me. That's good. That's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yes. Obedience and faith. Dang, that's good. Thank you, Lord. I really didn't want to share that because it's like, oh, I've talked about this three episodes. Yeah. But it's important. There's so many different aspects to it. Though. Yeah. 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 Wow. Because I have faith to believe for, like, literally the impossible. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been, me and Daddy have been driving around buildings, and we're like, Lord, we're going to have a business. Yes and amen. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, not trying to be, like, name it, claim it type or whatever. Manifesting things. We don't believe in that. But um, just having faith. I'm like, Lord, you can really do that. Right. Like, Lord, if you could be good to me in this conversation. Like, y'all, if y'all knew all the, and for the Lord to have come in, come through and, like what god is the god of impossible because what i experienced felt impossible Mm -hmm. yeah and he did it and Mm -hmm. so i'm like but he can he can do greater works than this yeah he really can so obedience in faith throws up faith wow Hmm. that's good that's good. Yeah. I think that's a great closing. Yeah. <laughs> a, mic, a mic drop. Yes, right. I know. We'll leave it there. That's so good. Stars up faith. Right. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us on another episode of In Good Company. We are so glad that you stay tuned to learn about obedience, and we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. We are so grateful you took time out of your day to listen. We hope this episode encourages you. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review. That's your way of making sure this podcast reaches more people. As we part ways, remember, be good company to someone this week. Jesus loves you, and so do we.